everybody. My name is Tony Barnes. I'm a father, husband, realtor with Keller Williams Pinehurst, professional musician, ambassador for Military Foundation, Camp Resilient North Carolina, and corporate leader for Patriot Foundation. I've always been fascinated by people. Everyone I meet, I try to hear as much of their story in whatever brief moment in time we share. Even the most average-seeming human could have a captivating story. This show is about unlocking the stories of the people that I've been fortunate enough to meet and those whose names have positively influenced the communities they serve that maybe I haven't met yet, but can't wait to. This show is simply called More or Less with Tony Barnes. More is in Moore County, the beautiful southern North Carolina community that many of us call home. And because some of these stories need to be shared much more. Less as in less serious, lighthearted conversations with one-of-a-kind humans about how they do more. So welcome, everybody. We're back here at uh, Pilot Radio Studios here at Pilot Newspaper Headquarters in Southern Pines, North Carolina. And we probably said that in the intro already, but I just wanted to say it again. That and sounds so, good to me. It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds okay. makes me feel confident. You should be. You should. You're a strapping man. Your beard is fantastic, always. <laughs> well, thank always. you. It's a little... I need to clean it up a little bit down here. I'll just button my. Well, it looks real BA, if you will. <laughs> and and I will. Yes. How's that? That sounds great. This yeah. makes me look even more BA. Yes, that's right. So this the strapping young man over here is executive producer Frank Daniels, and today our guest is Chad Smith with Movement Mortgage, senior loan officer uh, with Movement Mortgage. And <clears throat> Chad and I met uh, well originally in 2018 when I joined, I think, in mm-hmm. Keller Williams. Uh, yep. You have an office in Keller Williams, right? And, yep. Yes, sir. Uh, I should know that because I've been there four years, and I didn't know that, but I still asked it to you, asked the question. But anyway, uh, he's been a fantastic uh, part of uh, my team, like the team that I use for for lending because he saved several uh, that could have went south really quick. And uh, and he was able to do it even with July 4th in the middle, too. I mean, this man works hard. He's got a great team, Corey Gano. And uh, over there at Movement Mortgage, but I'll just kind of introduce, you know, let him introduce himself, give you a little background. But um, here's Chad Smith with a little introduction. Yeah, man, thanks, thanks for having me. Um, I love working with you, Tony. So um, glad we met. Yeah, yeah. So I am a senior loan officer here in um, Southern Pines Movement Mortgage. Um, Been with Movement ten years now. Um, Been doing mortgage loans for twenty years. Wow. So a long time. Um, yeah, and just like to help people um, get in their dream home, you know, make it happen. And love working with realtors like you, Tony. That's awesome. I appreciate it. I mean, you have a lot of hair for you know, 20 years in the business. Uh, I lost mine before I got in the business, but I imagine if I had hair, I probably would have lost it as soon as I Yes, yes, yes. I, um, but, I have, you know, I'm a little jealous of your, your hair. And you have a nice beard, too. We have a we have a, a standing You do thing have of, a nice beard. I can, thank you. Yeah. Do you most have to the, have a beard to be on the show? I think so. Apparently. Okay. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, most of the men that we've – and some of the women – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice beards. I'm just kidding. Please. That's a whole other Good Lord, that was bad. No, don't uh, – are we – keeping that in there okay we will yeah it's the one that didn't air that's the woman you're talking about (laughs) that's right yes and she will remain (laughs) nameless and airless hairless wait i uh, this is that was i don't know where we're going with this what are we doing with our hands frank Um, my my wife wants us to cut that part out just because i can already tell (laughs) (laughs) i approached a pun (laughs) <laughs> yeah. um so we are sort of serious here at uh this show <clears throat> more or less with tony barnes more or less think about serious. it for a second yeah. you know just sort of new uh 
But anyway, we appreciate you listening. Uh, but yeah, Chad, so uh, tell us, you've been around 20 years, so you've been through the last, uh, I guess, bull run of housing and then the the, the Armageddon of, yes. of housing or the last one. And uh, yeah. so give us a little in the story, kind of how you started, who you started with, kind of how the environment was with housing. Yeah. Um, so right out of college, I... Um, I started in finance. Um, wasn't sure what I wanted to do, like most people out of college. Um, started in finance, and actually, a friend of mine, a friend of my brother, um, worked for a mortgage company. So he said, um, he said, I need to go talk to this guy. So I did, and um, it was a small brokerage firm. I think there was they had just started. There was maybe four loan officers, um, and in this small office, one little cubicle. Um, so I went and talked to him, and he had told me how, how much money he was making, said he was doing well, and they were looking for people. So um, I interviewed for him and got the job, and um, been doing it ever since. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And then it was kind of <clears> – <throat> so I guess there was a little small – I don't know how the how I wasn't in the business back then in 2001 and all that, but uh, you started at what, about what year? So it was like 2001, 2002. Okay, yeah. so was, yeah. do you think do you remember it was before or after the World Trade Center? It was actually during or right before, yeah, oh, right wow. before, yeah, because I remember when that happened. Yeah. Wow. So I'm curious about because what what was there. You know, what happened, uh, what was the sentiment there as far as housing? I mean, did it really affect housing at all at that time, or was just more uncertainty in the world kind of thing? I strictly remember when that happened, the stock market tanking. Mm -hmm. Like, the stock market went down a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I specifically remember that. I do think it affected housing. I mean, I was kind of new then, but people were scared to do anything. So any financial decisions and seeing the stock market drop like it did, people were just nervous to do anything so yeah it definitely mm-hmm. definitely affected housing yeah and then so we and then around that once people got through that little mm-hmm. um bump or whatever i guess that there started a bull run if you will and <laughs> and housing similar well not nearly as similar evidently but uh mm-hmm. still fairly similar to what we have had recently mm-hmm. um tell us about you know i think we were talking a little bit about i mean what i've been told and i had a good friend that was in in the business at that time and they used to the banks used to be like just pushing loans on people like mm-hmm. hey you want where do you work yes you part time uh, basket weaver yes you, you four hundred thousand yeah absolutely let's do it yep so tell us I mean kind of a little bit of your story about that you know maybe some subprime mortgages kind of mm-hmm. what they were doing back then yeah unfortunately I have to admit I did partake in some of the subprime mess um, I did we did subprime loans. Um, some craziness back then it was like the wild west it was just crazy um subprime loans there were you know you could do um a lot of the products they pushed was like a two-year arm and it sounds crazy right now but it might be a two-year adjustable rate mortgage that was fixed at nine percent for two years and can adjust after that but they were doing customers doing loans for people who might be out of uh, bankruptcy or foreclosure after 30 days like you wow. could do a loan yeah and nice. no doc loans um loans for people who didn't show any income or maybe even showed an income but if they had a higher credit score that um they could kind of 
falsify their income. So um, it it was just the Wild West. And that, but like you said, they were pushing us for loans. You know, they were offering them. We were selling them. I mean, mm-hmm. if if they would qualify them, you know, we would we would offer them to the customer. You know. Yeah, I don't think really. I mean, it was just so part of the whole atmosphere of what you were doing i imagine back then i mean it's not like you i think i don't think you or any of the people on the ground floor really you know they that was your job like yeah, your upper yeah. echelon was like sell them you have yeah. a quota do yeah. this you know like exactly um yep. sign on this napkin how much do you make <laughs> yeah a hundred thousand dollars a year <laughs> yeah. wait what are you again yeah. And, but yeah that's great let's do it Flip, um flipping burgers yeah so you know i can imagine that was uh i, I don't think it, we blame any of the people on, on, on the ground floor uh, during that but uh so tell us how kind of uh when it hit you know the the great recession and and kind of how you got through that maybe a little bit and how long it took to kind of recover for you as a lender yeah so it's it's been a while so i'll, I'll try to my memory is not the best but i do remember when it happened and i remember um things changing quickly also back in that during that time um there were there were we could do loans across the country like nationwide there was a lot of um homes were appreciating quickly and and uh, appraisals were not always on the up and up too so you might have appraisers appraising homes that more than they actually should have been so things just got really crazy and i remember we had I, i'm not political like you said you are but I, um i remember we had a um change in government and they came in and just Everything changed as far as lending standards. They came in and restructured how we were paid, um, how, you know, the the CFPB was created, the Consumer Financial Bureau who protected consumers. We were totally we totally became regulated um, from step one to the end. Like everything we did was regulated, how we were paid, how what type of loans consumers got, what type of loans were offered. It um, it really changed um, after in 08, um, how, and the subprime market just went away. The no doc, all that good stuff just went away. Um, it needed to happen, but it, yeah. it just got out of control. And I think what made it get out of control was um, uh, Wall Street, you know, they finally saw that these mortgage-backed securities weren't worth what they thought they were worth, and then it just trickled down from there. Originally, Wall Street was pushing, 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 do these loans, do these loans, do these loans, and then eventually they they started performing really bad, and then they were like, whoa, you know, um, these aren't worth what we thought they were worth, and everything just stopped and changed, and mm. um, regulations put into place. Now, did you were you with the same firm uh, through that, or did you switch? Or similar firms, I was with. So I started as a broker, and a broker is just um, a, a company that doesn't fund their loans. They go through different channels to offer different loans. Um, so I started with a broker, um, went to a bank for a little while, and then came back to a broker. And I was with a broker when all this happened, um, and it seems like. Back then, they were kind of trying to push brokers. It seemed like they were trying to push them out of business because they became more regulated than some of the banks were mm-hmm. um, restricted. Restricted. Gotcha. So, um, so how long? And talk about this, and then maybe we can introduce your company, Movement mm-hmm. Mortgage, and mm-hmm. talk about its history. But how long do you remember? I know it's been a while, but um, 
did it take for you to kind of for the whole lending and financial world to kind of at least start to rebound a little bit it was a few years because i had been doing it for a while and um i a lot of people got out of the business at that time and i considered it because mm-hmm. it was just a, such a drastic change and um you weren't doing it then, but I can just tell you back then, we used to get paid on what's called yield spread. So if someone qualified for a 5% rate and we could close a loan at 55 we could get paid on some of that additional premium they made in the rate. Mm-hmm. They changed all of that then. So the way our income um, was restricted and how we were paid, all of that kind of changed. So we didn't know how things are going to go so i considered getting out but um as far as taking taking time to settle down i would say two to three years for it to kind of settle down and and um get better wow yeah it Um, was it was a while so i mean obviously it was difficult as far as what maybe you were making before Mm -hmm. i mean did i like can you tell us a little bit about i mean because obviously a couple of years is a long time if you're used mm-hmm. to making a certain amount. And, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they change how you get paid. And was it more stable or less stable about how you got paid? You it, less stable. Less, less wow. yeah. And so, yeah, I had to cut back. And luckily I'm, I've been good with my money. So um, I didn't I didn't have to go get another job right away. But I definitely had to cut back and, and change my spending habits because mm-hmm. it, it was different. Yeah, no, I can imagine that. Um, so yeah, Movement Mortgage is a fantastic company. I, I mean, I've dealt with them and Chad uh, uh, for for a long time now, and I'm thankful for them because they they're really competitive. They, uh, you know, they're they're just they're kind of a progressive company. So mm-hmm. maybe you can tell us a little bit how they got started and your process with it. Yeah, so Movement was founded in '08, um, kind of amidst all that big meltdown, the housing crisis, um, and they were they wanted to be different than. Um, a lot of the other lenders out there and actually one thing that drew me to movement um and again this was kind of the time that i was considering getting out and i think joining movement kind of made me stay in the business um but i remember the owner of our company casey crawford he's an ex um nfl football player okay he did a um, speech and his speech was about how um movement was about giving back like most banks most lenders are all about take 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 profit 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 um take and he was just different on how he wanted to grow a really good company and give some of the profits back to the community and that's what they do they give a large portion of their profits back to the community so that yeah that just interested me it was hard not to like um what they were about and he hasn't changed since I've, i've been there 10 years now and hasn't changed building schools and uh, everything so that's awesome man yeah i think that i think you can really get behind you know a, a company that that actually does is phil, philanthropic philanthropic how do you say that <laughs> yeah Frank? Is that some, yeah right. is this <laughs> I, I, found, I said it right right yeah, i think you did yeah. yeah yeah it's one of those long hard words that i try to avoid but it's a very necessary word um and it's a fantastic thing for any company that does a lot of uh, charity work. How about that? So charity? Charity. Work. That? Charity. That Charity's yeah. great. Yeah. Community. So community. Yes. Community we can, we can pronounce those words easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. You know, uh, Keller Williams does a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Keller Williams, uh, KW Cares, and a lot of their, um, you know, they, they help kids and they help, uh, you know, build. I think they do school stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really great to be a part of that company. And, and Keller Williams is a pretty innovative company, yes. too. I mean, they just – 
got rid of their entire uh, you know platform of how you do the transaction process from start to finish and started their own kind of technology company inside of it with kw command Mm -hmm. and i don't use it nearly as much as i like the way that i should there's so many ways you can actually use that where you can you know stay in touch with people and you can build this database and and i've I've always been kind of a hands-on like shake your hand type of person and i'm old school and i and i technology's not been my like strong suit you know so i was really proud of myself when i learned kw command enough to do like because we were doing something else and i had just learned it you know and i was like and they're like oh we're switching up everything and i'm like good lord no classic so i had to like relearn it and and uh and also we switched from uh dot loop to DocuSign mm-hmm. and I decided to just I tried doc, DocuSign for like four I even t- had a tutor teach me and I was like yeah no not doing this uh, <laughs> I feel like you had to go around your elbow to get to your you know what you know on everything it was just redundant and even though dot loop is owned by Zillow which you know a lot of real estate agents will say is the devil. Um, <laughs> I decided I to support them because it's just easier for me to use. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just illiterate. But uh, but anyway, long story short, uh, KW Command it, it integrates all that stuff, and you can really build your network and your database. And, and if you use it correctly, you can uh, build a good uh, uh, network of, of leads and all that. Mm-hmm. But Keller Williams is just such an innovative uh, brand, and they you know they support the local community, the international community. They help with uh, hurricane relief, and you know I even went uh, three three years ago. Was it Hurricane Matthew or the one that hit Wilmington? Mm-hmm. And you know it was pretty bad down there. Um, and Keller Williams was there the first day. I remember you, it usually would be like a two and a half hour trip from here to Wilmington, from mm-hmm. Aberdeen to or Piners to Wilmington, and you could the first day or two afterwards you couldn't i mean it took like six seven eight hours to get there you had to reroute everywhere because there was floods mm. and uh it was real bad and then when we my dad and i decided to go down there a day or two later <clears throat> to help and they sent us this community uh well they sent us to this headquarters so keller williams had a headquarters at some factory and then they put everybody to work said hey go to this neighborhood mm. go to this neighborhood and they sent us to a neighborhood where I mean, it's really nice neighborhood. It reminded me like Pinehurst, you know, houses mm-hmm. and brick houses, and these big trees were just everywhere on the ground and on, mm-hmm. on, on the houses. And we were stripping up all the floors, and that that flooded in this house probably two, three feet, you know. And this is not really, I don't think, it was even really in a flood zone, you know. It's just mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they they really help, and I was honored to be a part of that with my dad and just go down there and try to help but uh i think movement's uh, very similar i think that's why we paired up a little bit so. yeah we have a our culture is really in line with kw's culture just as far as giving back um we have a movement foundation we go on mission trips um overseas um we've built three or four schools now in charlotte where our headquarters is based to um lower income um in lower income neighborhoods um just some really good stuff and um i mean our i have to read this so apologize but our mission statement this is our mission statement this is kind of what we were built on we exist to love and value people by leading a a movement of change in our industry, corporate culture, and communities. And they really abide by that as far as um, the way our mortgage process works is different, the way we try to do things quickly, the way we try to give back a certain percentage of our profits. So everything we do is based on that um, mission statement. That's awesome. I I definitely see it, you know, dealing a lot of business transactions with you and Mm -hmm. real estate. And, uh, you know, Chad's definitely a fantastic lender if you're out there and you're looking for a house to purchase um you know times are a little tough right now obviously but i guess historically the rates really aren't terrible no what they've been. no they're not and 
I think everybody got so used and spoiled by the past several years, they were the lowest in history and everybody got spoiled by that. But if you look over time, you know, over the past 40, 50 years, rates right now, which, you know, they're approaching 7% on a 30 year fixed loan, they're, they're still really good and still, it's still a great time to buy. I was watching something on Dave Ramsey the other day for Dave Ramsey fans and he's still pushing how it's a great time to buy a home. So, mm-hmm. um, there's less demand now. I there's think, less demand, good. yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. prices are starting in most areas starting to fall. You're starting mm-hmm. to get houses under list price a little bit. Yep. Um, I think in Moore County, we're uh, we're blessed to where it takes a lot longer for the macroeconomic mm-hmm. activity to kind of slow down. You know, in our yep. neighborhood, which is great. Yep. But at the same time. Um, you know, I think it's it is you're starting to be able to negotiate seller paid closing costs, yes. and I think there's a big um, uh, thing that maybe you might want to talk about. That's kind of a newer, not newer, but just now that the rates are high, buying yeah. down yeah. your rate, having yeah. the seller, having your real estate agent negotiate the the closing cost to yep. buy your rate now. Yep, yep. So we have two new products, a 1-0 buy down and a 2-1 buy down. And what that means is you can get a lower rate for either the first year or the first two years of your home, depending on which one you choose. Um, and what you can do, like you said, the um, your wonderful real estate agent like Tony can negotiate with the seller to pay some of the closing costs. And what that'll do, you can use that money to um, buy down the rate for the first year. So, for instance, if you do the 1-0 buy down and they qualify for just, say, 7%, you can buy it down to 6% for the first year and it's fixed for the um whole first year at six percent and it's still a thir- it's still a 30-year fixed loan just after the first year it goes to seven percent what they originally qualified for and then we also have the two one buy down which works the same way except if they qualify for seven overall the first year it'll be bought down to five percent so you have a, a lower payment for the first year the next year would be six percent and then, then for 28 for the year 28 and on it would be seven percent so um it's good for people because it gets them a lower payment for the um, right when they buy their home because they sometimes people don't a lot for uh, unexpected expenses when they buy a home so they're going to get that savings for the first year or two of their home. That's awesome. And is, are you still able to maybe say in two years, hopefully the the yeah. economy comes back and, mm-hmm. and they start lowering the interest rates and you can still refinance maybe years down the road? Yes, you can definitely. No prepayment penalty. And if rates come down, you'll probably be solicited to refinance anyway. So yeah, it'll, you know, if rates do come back down next year, which they're predicting they may, then you can refinance and you still have that lower rate for the time you bought your home. That's awesome. So you basically get at least a year, if not two. Yeah. Uh, and what what is that? It's like discount points, right? Sort of? Or no? Sort of, sort of, so yeah. Is it like 1% of the loan? Or how, how no, it's kind of subsidizing the difference in the payment for – if you do the one it's subsidizing the difference in payment at 7% and 6%. So you're kind of subsidizing that difference and paying it – the seller's paying it towards closing cost. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, now you can really – you can negotiate closing costs in many scenarios. Yep. Um you know, and used to, for the last two years plus, you haven't been able to do anything. Nope. You had to give your firstborn, uh, <laughs> along with your entire savings account, just to buy a house. That's right. Um, and that was a stressful time. I mean, it was a good time for realtors and lenders, but it's also, yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that we, we earned our money there. Yes. I mean, I know there's polarizing feelings about this, yes. but uh, yes. talk about uh, sweating. You know, I've always been an advocate of really talking to people about the the pros and cons of their situation like mm-hmm. you know i wasn't just like sure yeah fifty thousand above let's do it you know <laughs> i told them because i've never been one to like it's not about the money for me i know a lot of people say that 
you know, the money helps my family and that's fantastic. But if you're about to make a stupid decision, um, I'm about to tell you nicely that, Hey, maybe you should reconsider, or this is the, these are the pros and cons. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you, I think this is a good investment, even at 15,000 above, maybe because we, we see that it appears at this time, you know, a year ago that we we were correct. We're, this is probably going to appreciate three, four or 5% a month or two. And you're probably going to get that 15,000 back this year, but now it's not the same. You know, now it's like, Hey, you know, if you want to pay over that, if it's an investment where you're going to rent it out and you know, that's fine, sure. 10,000, 5,000, I mean, you're going to get that back eventually if you're renting it out over time. You know, time frame. But if you're, if it's your, and if it's not your dream home, mm-hmm. you know, if it's your dream home, you can afford it. I mean, sure, do what you need to do. But I'm going to give you that, that what it's worth in the current market in Moore County because that's where I know. You know, and if you're asking me about Nashville, Tennessee, I'm, I'm going to refer you to somebody because I have no idea how the market is over there. You know, so mm-hmm. I just pride myself on doing, you know, the, the research and making sure that people understand it. But uh, I, I can attest you, to that too. I. I think tony does do that yep. well i appreciate it man thank you and i and i, I think you're you're you know you're a very empathetic and, and personable person too and i think not many you know not trust me during this boom of lenders i'll tell you chad is might as well be an angel because uh i've had several and uh that have been you know in texas or wherever because they had to hire a lot of people and i get it you know mm-hmm. it's hard to find competent work workers in some things but during the boom the refinance boom especially because mm-hmm. rates were so low everybody and their sister was refinancing yes. so yeah. you had they had to hire people because and, and these people had no business representing anybody in hundreds of thousands of dollars transaction no, you no, know no. i mean it was just like please why and several times several and i'm not even lying i had to you know because I, I can't I, I i suggest lenders like i suggest mm-hmm. chad all the time and there's a few others that i trust a lot mm-hmm. um and so, but you can't force a buyer to pick a certain lender. You know, they're like, "Well, my my sister's cousin works at uh, GiveUsYourMoney.com." You know, and it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, I, I just know they're great. And then they end up screwing up the loan, and you're like, you got to get somebody to save it. You know, I mean, it is lenders are not created equal. You know, there's it's just they're do, just not. Do you know how many times I've heard agents say that, and then the customer always comes back and said, "I should have listened to you. Oh, should have listened to you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you know, I know there's there's terrible people out there that are like uh you know i mean there there are shady Mm -hmm. folks in every line of business locally too i'm sure there's some here and ran into a few myself uh but you know that's why you should really consider what your your real estate agent uh you know is saying Mm -hmm. for the most part and i know that real estate agents don't have the greatest uh you know (laughs) reputation either i mean there are people that who really do take advantage or try to or you know try to get ahead or or they're they're all about the money Mm -hmm. But there are also a lot that aren't, you know, and I think Keller Williams has a lot that are not. Um, and there's several great firms around here and yep. good people in Moore County. So, I, you know, but I think, you know, just put, just, you don't want to get, you want to listen to your agent a little bit. I mean, they, at least even if they are shady, they, they sort of know that, you know, it's not going to happen if you get the wrong lender. Yep. Like if, if they're going to screw it up. You're not going to close anyway, so they're not going to make any money. So they at least have to have some competency, at least, you know. Yeah. Uh, another push for doing, you know, dealing with local people, whether it's a realtor or a um, lender, is we care about our reputation. One deal is not worth going sour. You know, we won't 
we want, like you said, you're going to advise the client on the best advice you know of. You're not trying to just close a deal and they're gone. You have a reputation here and people are going to, we work off referrals. We want people to refer us business. So one deal is not not worth, you know, giving bad advice or telling them do this just to get the deal done. I would never do that just for the money. It's just not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. I mean, I think you and I both, especially you being such longevity in, in, the, in your career. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because you've been through mm-hmm. some hard times and you stuck with it and you you know you've built uh you know you build a clientele and Mm -hmm. and referrals and and uh you're fantastic at your job and your team too um Mm -hmm. is uh corey still on the team or is are they i have someone else right now michelle but she's just as competent so um, is that michelle yeah you know michelle yeah 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 yeah. i love uh yeah quint Quint, i love quint too yeah Yeah. he's a good guy yeah so uh, quint neptune's also a good realtor he works with coldwell banker (laughs) and uh you know, see, we're not afraid to no. say competition here. You know, I mean, I, I don't. I, I'll have another realtor on. I, I yeah. don't care. You know? This isn't a sales pitch. No, yeah. this is. You know, let's be humans. Let's, uh, Speaking you know. of that, mm-hmm. um, it just occurs to me. I mean, many people do understand that your reputation is your business. I mean, both of you are in a line of work where that kind of is really true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people might not be, and they might not think, take it to heart that you do care. But on top of that, if you try and pull one over on somebody, it's going to hurt your business long term. Mm-hmm. What are some things that people might need to look, might want to look out for, if they were in the process of buying a home, and their cousin works at <laughs> giveusyourmoney.com? <laughs> are there red flags that can pop up are there common things to look at i would think it's on the realtor side i'll let you comment on the lender side but on the realtor side reviews matter like Mm -hmm. seriously go to zillow go to Mm zillow.com and so you know some of the old school i mean i'm pretty old school but some of the old school realtors don't really push reviews a lot anymore they should but they you know they have their name and they they know about it so and and anybody could get a bad review i mean you know uh, i've been fortunate not to get a bad one yet in four years but it, it, i'm sure it could happen it, it I think. does happen people yeah. get disgruntled for whatever reason so do keep that in mind oh, i'm sure it will happen too because you know one of the things i try to do is really i've had clients who have lost money not no 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 fault of mine but just i try to warn them before like this is what it is here's your risk you're taking risk especially over the last two and a half years a lot of people really respond to that and if you're empathetic and you feel for them and you're really they feel like you're on your their side you know Mm -hmm. even if something bad happens at least they were told that it could happen and you know if you're if you're you know a truthful person that they're not really going to blame you usually but they still Mm -hmm. might but anyway go to zillow.com realtor.com uh google uh, you know, like just Google the name of the, the the lender. Well, I'll let you talk about the lender, but the real estate agent and the firm, yep. um, and just see the reviews because uh, you know people people if if there you see a common denominator where yeah three <laughs> three stars two stars you know one and then they've got everybody in their family doing five stars great you know it's like they have the, the same you know uh, they don't put their last name but it's the same letter like S S S you know you know you know that somebody is. Uh, it's kind of not the greatest, and and I've there's a few that somehow get mm-hmm. steady reviews and, and I question where mm-hmm. they come from to be honest with you. But for the most part, that would be step one on realtor for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not a friend who has gone who has used them before and that they had rave reviews about them, now that's obviously holds gold. But still, Google them. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing probably yeah. with lenders. I yeah, think. same same thing. Look at reviews. One thing that I see a lot of people get caught on is 
they'll Google for lowest mortgage rate. Um, I get that a lot. And that may not always be the case because what a lot of companies, online lenders, what they do is they'll flash out the lowest rate that somebody would qualify for the best circumstances in the world. You got 800 scores, you got 30% down payment, it's primary residence. So when you're Googling, they don't know any of that about you. They're going to throw out a rate without even looking at what you qualify for, what your credit is, what your income is, what your uh, purchasing power is. So they look at all that stuff. So just beware if... If somebody's throwing out this rate that sounds too good to be true, it may actually be too good to be true. So, and maybe get another opinion, you know, uh, let somebody experienced or somebody local who knows the market here look at it too. Because um, I've had people promise, there's a lot of smoke screens. I've had people promise certain things or a certain rate. And at the end of the process, they don't get that. And, you know, that leads to a disgruntled customer. So, yeah. and sometimes they can add these fees even though there's some laws against it now but there's yeah. still i'm sure ways to get around it a little mm -hmm. bit where they there can, are yeah all of a sudden at the end i mean you know i know as a, before i got into real estate if i'm looking at a settlement statement or, you know or closing disclosures or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. i wouldn't know what half of that stuff mm -hmm. is if i wasn't mm -hmm. in the business you know yeah. so and a lot of people get confused and you know and usually your attorney's supposed to look over it but at the same time i mean you know i don't know it's just it's a lot of gibberish you know and, yeah. and stuff if you don't know what you're looking at and some lenders can say, yeah, we'll give you a 2.9% or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're paying all these you know, points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are hidden. You don't just look at the rate. No. And also, you know, I think you're in the same boat as, as me. I, I, I tell people, look, interview more than one realtor. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, seriously, yeah. I, I, if you, I, I will work my ASS off for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I know everybody can spell, so I should have just said ass. But anyway, um, <laughs> do we bleep that out or is that uh, an acceptable word? I think word? that one's all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, you know, I'll, I'll work my tail off for you, and and I, and, but I'm not going to hold a grudge if you go with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm going to do my best. But if somebody fits your personality, I'll, I'll recommend so many people at Keller Williams, but also mm -hmm. outside of my firm. I'm not just the gung ho like my mm -hmm. firm. Like they're like Quentin Neptune's a fantastic yeah. realtor. Um, his wife Michelle yep. is, uh, you know, she, what what is she the loan? She's a loan officer um, assistant slash process processor. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I think um, you know, there's several people that you can you can trust, and I recommend. I would just say interview at least a couple, um, and I would say the same thing for, for lenders. I try to, you know. I, I, Chad's my number one, really, and, and he's earned that spot. I mean, really, he has. He's saved so many transactions. I mean, Chad did we, – we did one that is probably for the record books, at least in North Carolina. I mean, we had – last year, we had a uh, – I had a, a, a listing on a farm, a 15-acre farm, mm -hmm. and they had not even – we had not even got it on the market yet, but we, we rushed to get it on the market, uh, and – it was a VA contingent purchase. They had found the reason they were selling it because they bought it a year prior. Well, I guess I need to start there. They bought it two years ago, mm -hmm. and Chad was the one who saved it because these <laughs> these folks, uh, you know, they didn't know any lenders personally, and they were using one. I guess I'll just won't say their name because uh, there are some good people at those places, but we got a bad one, and they decided to, uh, you know, just about three days prior to closing, decided, oh wait, we can't give you this money, and we're like, what are you talking about? Are you kidding mm -hmm. me? And then mm -hmm. so we called Chad, and this was right around July 4th. And Chad was like, oh, yeah, I can use their appraisal. I can do this. Let's do it. And with July 4th in the middle, I think he closed that transaction in about 7 to 10 days. Quick. Like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was fantastic. And, uh, and they closed on it. Fast forward almost a year later, this family is a big equestrian family, and they're all from around the area. <clears throat> and they saw this 75-acre horse farm in Aberdeen. They're like, oh, we want that. Mm -hmm. So we went and looked at it. Prior to even listing their house, we listed. They're like, we want this. 
we made a VA contingent offer on on that. So before it was even listed, and the whole process was probably three or four months, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chad was uh, and his team were on board <clears throat> the entire time. We made things work. You know, we had to do repairs on the on the, the house they were buying, mm-hmm. and the seller did work with us too. So that was great. Even on a historic seller's market, the seller was like, "Hey." Let's get it done. We had, they, I mean, the buyer and seller were literally up on the roof fixing fascia, <laughs> you know, and fixing the roof and stuff so that they could get the appraisal approved. Mm-hmm. And the whole process was about three or four months, and it took a team of people mm-hmm. working to get it done. And we got to the closing table, and it was a $1.1 million 75-acre horse farm. And the VA had just raised mm-hmm. the, the limits to a million, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, I mean, uh, that was just – I knew at that time, Chad's my guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got that done, and that was fantastic. Um so you know, if you're looking for a lender, absolutely give Chad a call. Um, do you want to tell people your uh, your your contact information or where yeah. they can find you? Yeah, definitely. You can reach me by phone three three six two zero seven eight four six six. You can um, go to my website www.movement m o v e m e n t dot com forward slash chad dot smith. Okay, find me that way. Yeah, awesome. I, I would certainly recommend him. Uh, but like I said, I, I think you know. Anything in life, when there's a huge purchase or any kind of big thing, I mean, do your due diligence. You know, no pun intended, I guess. You know, <laughs> do that because you know, interview a couple people. I mean, you owe it to yourself. It's not like, and for he- for heaven's sake, you know, if you if you see a listing and you like it, and you call the realtor who's listing it, you know that they're and, and there's nothing wrong with dual agency. I've done it several times, and you know, if you get the right realtor, it's fantastic. It works good, you know. But make sure, especially if you're looking at that listing, and you call the listing agent. Their job at that point is to represent the seller and mm-hmm. not you. Now, they can represent you, and there's several people who are outstanding human beings who will t- treat you right, but there's also people who aren't. So, you know, make sure if you call that listing and you want to buy that house, especially then, at least interview one more realtor who has nothing to do with that house because, you know, there are people out there who will take advantage of it. And I don't think a lot of people know this, Tony. I think you should say it, that the buyer's, uh, the buyer's agent um, – is paid from the seller. The buyer is not paying the buyer's agent. So mm-hmm. explain that. I think. Yeah. So, you know, the way it works now, typically, you know, the average commission between, uh, you know, for a residential home is five to 6% negotiable. Uh, don't let anybody tell you that it have to do 6%. Um, you know, that's not undercutting the business. I think, you know, I think that, cer- that certainly we can bring a 6% value to people, mm-hmm. We the, the right agents, but um, you know, it is negotiable and for the right scenario you know it's between five and six percent usually um but anyway it can be lower than that but normally not for a residential property but yeah the seller nine times out of ten the seller pays for the buyer's agent's commission so Mm -hmm. you can use me (laughs) you know literally and not have to pay me a dime Mm -hmm. i mean i'm the one that works for you for free Mm -hmm. i mean not for free i mean i get paid only when it closes Mm -hmm. and so that means that i'm my job is to work my butt off to make sure we get to that and, and, and also to protect you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about, you know, getting paid. You know, it's about making sure I'm going to recommend a home inspection every single time. I mean, you, you know, I'm going to recommend a pest inspection every single time. You know, if there's a septic tank, definitely get a septic inspection. I don't care unless it was just, uh, just you know, looked at and there's proof that it was and it passed by somebody that I trust. Because trust mm-hmm. me, I know a lot of vendors and there's mm-hmm. several that I would never send my firstborn to ever because, you know, there's some shady people around you know anywhere where you go but uh, so just make sure you know that you know that the buyer the buyer doesn't have to pay me you Mm -hmm. know typically now if it's a for sale by owner 
And that for sale bonner, I've dealt with one of them who literally was just like, I'm not going to pay you hardly anything. <laughs> um, you know, it sucked. I mean, because, you know, I, 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 I earned my money there, but it was very little compared to what it should have been. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, nine times out of ten, the seller pays for the buyer's agent's costs. And good point. I appreciate yeah. you putting that um, yeah. out there because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, just interview multiple people and look at their Google Zillow reviews and Realtor.com reviews. And what's the program? I mean, for I guess, do they review lenders on Zillow? Too? Yeah, Zillow. Yeah, that's a good place for mine, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we try to push for reviews when we can because it helps our business, you know, mm-hmm. it helps our family. And we provide for our family that way. And, you know, right now we are going through on a, as a um, uh, segue, I guess, to talk about, you know, we're going through um, another kind of downturn. We don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, we've talked about how competitively I think it's still good, a pretty good time to buy. Now is it as good as you know rates at two point nine? No, but mm-hmm. you know at least now you can negotiate off that list price probably mm-hmm. a little bit, and you can get seller paid closing costs to help buy your rate down. So especially with a buy down program, yep. you know five percent looks pretty attractive right now. Yeah. So I mean, if I'm buying a house, I'm going to do two that two for one, especially if I can get the seller to pay for it. Yeah. You know, I don't have to pay another dime. I'm going to negotiate off that because you don't want to get ten thousand or fifteen thousand off the price of the house. You know that's not the way to do it right now. Doesn't make that much difference in your payment. Yeah, because I mean, what, what's better, getting that house for fifteen thousand dollars less, or you know, getting two hundred dollars a month off your payment? I mean, exactly. th- that's fantastic. Yes. You know, that, that that to me that makes way more sense. So yes. you know, don't always look at that list price and say, well, I want to get ten thousand off because the market's bad. No, you want to buy down your rate. Yes, <laughs> and absolutely. you want to get the seller to pay for it if they will. Absolutely, um, I agree. You know, and, and I represent sellers and buyers, you know, and, and you know, they, they realize, too, I mean, it's still a good, healthy market in Moore County. I do want to say it's not nearly as crazy as it was, but we're lucky in Moore County to where, you know, there is a healthy economy. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of really nice neighborhoods. People from all over the world want to come here, you know, for, for golf, mm-hmm. for the military. You know, we have a wonderful Fort Bragg, you know, one of the most uh, influential uh, military institutions in the world, uh, and thankfully, right outside our doorstep, and there and there's so many fantastic people from all over the world that come into our community because of Fort Bragg. Yep. We have a thriving equestrian community. We have a thriving medical community yep. at First Health. Uh, people want to live here, so we're lucky that way, you know. Um, you know, but I think for lending too, you know, you find that it's probably worse for the lender than it is for the real estate agent now, just because. You know, some people may have all this cash, you know, mm-hmm. they still might want to get a loan. But, um, you know, there are a lot of people who can fortunately buy a house for nine hundred thousand dollars cash, you know, <laughs> yeah. here yeah. still. So it's yeah. better for me now. But what do you see the the rates? I mean, I feel like, you know, nobody truly knows, but I feel like they're going to next year maybe kind of tame a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we follow people. We follow um the experts on this who kind of watch the markets and we do watch them closely, but we follow MBS highway, which is a, a um, Barry Habib has been in the market for a long time and he's made a lot of um, good predictions on what the market will do. But they're saying that, you know, the, the fed right now, their main goal is to kind of tame inflation. And um, if they can get inflation under control, that's their main goal. But if they can get inflation under control, that next year they're thinking rates could come back down. But it, it all depends on inflation. Um, they're doing their hardest right now to try to bring inflation down. That's why they keep um, raising the uh, fed rates. They've done it five times this year and they think they're going to raise it more so that's um the prediction though is hopefully they can get that under control and maybe sometime first of next year that they may start coming back down Mm -hmm. i don't think they're going to stay where they are right now yeah or at least 
maybe pause it and see where it's at. But I think exactly. also what they're doing, you don't really see it immediately. It's you know months down the road mm-hmm. you see the uh, mm-hmm. the fruits of their labor. So mm-hmm. hopefully it is. Uh, even though inflation has come in hot lately, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully it is going to be on the downtrend, and mm-hmm. then maybe things will change. But, but like you said, I mean, seven percent. If I can buy that rate down and have the seller pay for it and get five, I mean, five looks better than ever right now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's great. Another thing that um, while rates are going up, rents are going up too. Rent is definitely going up. So mm-hmm. um, that's another thing to consider if you're looking to buy. You know, rents you could still buy. I mean, in this area, you can buy at the same or cheaper than it is to rent in a lot of places. I mean, it does depend, but um, with rents going up too, still consider buying if you can. Yeah, I mean, I think it is, it is a sad situation how much rents have gone up compared to the housing. Because I mean, people that got uh, pushed out of being able to buy a house now, I mean, that they're basically having to pay the same or whatever to yeah, rent to a house. Rent. And what is the saying? You know, you pay a hundred percent interest in rent. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. You know, you don't really, and and it's sad that I mean, there's people that can't afford it. I right. think it really is gonna if things don't change and we get more affordable housing in moore county i think that's huge by the way um to get on a side note i mean hopefully you know we can get more builders in here that that are willing to do some uh some more economical builds and and Mm -hmm. especially in the northern part of the county there's still a lot of land you know i know that people don't want subdivisions coming in a lot of times but i mean i think for what we have here we really need to try to find some way to to have some more affordable housing because i think our homeless population is going to really skyrocket and i think that's going to happen all over the country um from this you know not necessarily from foreclosures as much this this time around but from mm-hmm. rents going sky sky high and not being able to afford to buy a home yep, yep. you know i think it's really a, a problem that's going to persist unless something happens nationwide and you know the the other side of it is you know there's <laughs> the builders incentive to build a lot of houses right now is a little bit less because the demand is so low so yep yep you know it's and supply chain issues too they're still kind of having to recover from the supply chain issues and um yeah it's just covid kind of threw everything for a loop (laughs) yeah definitely i mean i think uh you know we were lucky to be in the business we were Mm -hmm. uh, in unfortunate times you know uh we still we we had our business but we didn't know at the time in 2020 when things Mm kind of stopped for like a month or two Mm -hmm. i mean i I was only two years in you know and i was just getting my business off the ground i was thinking oh gosh this is going to be bad you know and then all of a sudden what (laughs) now things are just crazy good and i know how lucky i was to go through that in the in the occupation that i had And I know how many people were unfortunately not able to – they lost their jobs. I mean, yep. the service industry especially for a long time, people that owned those businesses, people that – even that owned investment homes where you couldn't um, – you know, as bad as – I get both sides of the coin where you can't – you couldn't evict somebody for a year and mm-hmm. a half. But at the same time, some people did take advantage of that mm-hmm. when they probably could have. They didn't pay rent, and then all of a sudden some small-time investor who has one – rental house can't afford to pay that i mean what happens then you know but i get it both sides but um you know i know how lucky i I was a musician professionally before this so Mm -hmm. i was so lucky to not be having to rely on musicians income when this happened and Mm -hmm. i knew how lucky i was and i did some you know facebook live videos and try to donate you know a percentage of the the money to the service industry people and Mm -hmm. you know thank god a lot of it kind of turned around and we're kind of getting back at least with the service industry getting back on its feet right Right. Um, we know how lucky we were, and it's now it's a downturn for us, and hopefully it won't last long. But I get, you know, that's why you, when you're in any business, you just try to put away what you can. And I know a lot of people couldn't afford to put away anything, you know, mm-hmm. so hopefully they're doing okay. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, pretty much uh, I feel like the same thing that, that Chad was saying about rates. I mean, hopefully they'll go down or at least pause by the first part of the year next year. And if they don't, you know, I think at some point 
especially with the stock market tanking, I think at some point the government, whether you believe they should or not, is probably going to have to get involved to at least mm-hmm. uh, try to stem too much mm-hmm. uh, crazy you know, downturns. But mm-hmm. you never know. I mean, we got Russia and Ukraine. And we got, I mean, good Lord. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't get any worse, although it seems to be getting a little worse here lately. So We'll see what happens after the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, so I mean, I think I heard, um, and you mentioned it already. Sales have s- started to slow, so I think, you know, that's a good sign for at least for inflation, and then maybe the market will maintain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you know, un- the unfortunate part, of, and I'm no expert, so, but the unfortunate part is they're raising these rates so that things will slow down because yeah. they yep. have to, and that's yep. sad because people are going to lose their jobs. Hopefully, there's this soft landing. We don't know where, but right. you know, it's uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of counterintuitive. Still don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, it's counterintuitive. I mean, it's like, uh, well, we need to slow the economy down. We have to, but we don't want a recession, but we have to to get this. And yeah. uh, you know, I get it. And the dollar is super strong, but it's still terrible for that. <laughs> you know, for our economy because we're all international and everything. So it's a very complex system that I do not uh, even try to think that i know anything about you know although i might talk it's about so it. complicated it is yeah. yeah there's so many factors in the economy and it's like a crazy ex-girlfriend you know yeah yeah so. complicated worse, worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah um so yeah i think we're approaching the uh the bewitching hour if you will uh is there anything else uh that you wanted to touch on chad or just want to mention kind of your uh your website and or your uh, your contact information one more time for those who might be looking to buy yeah no thanks for having me on uh, it's, it was an honor to be on here with you um yes if you're looking to buy um now or just in the near future i would love to help um again my phone number is 336-207-8466 you can also go to my website www.movement.com forward slash chad.smith and I have to throw this out here Tony if you're looking for a good agent Tony is a great one he will definitely take care of you and treat you like his own so um, thank you look for him if you're looking to buy too thank you very much I appreciate it and also lastly um, even if you're not in Moore County if you're listening somewhere else I mean do you guys I know that realtors have a referral program we can vet Mm -hmm. people and and even if it's not for compensation even though realtors do get compensated for it um, Mm -hmm you know happy to help you really through this process you know with finding an agent somewhere else wherever or mm-hmm. finding a lender maybe just we're, we're happy to help you mm-hmm. know um, yep. i think just remember that even if you're not in moore county absolutely yeah i can help you throughout north carolina but if you're we're in um 50 states right now so if you're outside of north carolina i can help refer you to a lender who can help you um in any state so yeah oh and one more thing i know i said lastly but uh <laughs> movement mortgage check out what is jake failing what is his he's like the oh yeah he's our he's, marketing guy he's, marketing yeah he's yeah. he's, he's He's great. This yeah. guy, you want you to know see Jake? Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went to Pinecrest where, yeah, yeah, where we went, but he was a little yeah. bit older. He's my yeah. brother's age, but yeah. I see his videos all the time. Yeah. The, the dude is hilarious. Uh, yeah. He's actually uh, the the hype man for Carolina Panthers Panther right now. Up. Although we suck and it sucks so bad that we yeah. suck. Did I say suck enough? Um, suck. Yeah. Yeah. suck. But anyway, that's another story, and I'll cry about it later. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you got to go Google Jake Failing. Uh, mm-hmm. With he's with Movement Mortgage, and yeah. he's a fantastic marketing hype man, brand yeah. guy, and you know his dances are. Or stellar. TikTok. Look it out. TikTok. TikTok. Look up TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm still in the the YouTube age, which I feel is old now, maybe. I don't know what TikTok is. I know what it is, but I've never, I don't know how to do it. I think YouTube has spanned the. The, the generations i mean now it's yeah. it's ubiquitous when you're talking about videos i mean tiktok of course but mm-hmm. i mean all the young all the young kids have um like if they're twitch streamers which is you know i thought was going to be the big thing mm-hmm. they put it on youtube too mm-hmm. i mean you know they are on 
Twitch and YouTube. Yep. YouTube's where it's at. Yeah. No you're, you're still you're still a hip. Yeah, you're still well, hip. I have a hurt hip. My hip hurts. <laughs> That's what you mean. <laughs> I think about my hip. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, even though for I'm I'm only thirty nine, I like to tell myself only, uh that, you know, I feel like I am I feel like maybe the seventies was my, my, my I mean everything I play in music too is like sixties and seventies, you know, and a little eighties there. So I feel like I'm older than I am but i still but, feel old because i'm bald and you know but younger than you look true yes because i look ancient <laughs> yes. yeah, thanks that, frank yeah no that didn't come out right <laughs> <laughs> no i i'm a, a beautiful man you feel younger than you could ever look that's right it is all about how you feel it doesn't matter how you look you know yeah. it's about feeling a million bucks and don't ever let anybody tell you you know bully you around you know looks aren't everything you know what uh, shallow people suck uh, but hopefully they get better and not right. shallow their whole lives. Hopefully they find a little bit of depth. Yeah. I think being bald uh, since I was like 22, you know, because I could have kept the whole Costanza thing. Mm-hmm. But I decided I was like, you know, nah, not going to do that. You know, and no, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I needed to just embrace it and just shave the whole thing. Um, you know, being bald, I think we talked about this in one of the episodes. It just makes me feel more BA. If you yeah. Will. It makes you a better person. It does. Yeah, it's because I had to develop my personality at an early age. You know? so, so, you know, because you have to earn it a little bit more. You know? no, I'm just kidding. For all the beautiful people out there, you're blessed, and that's okay. All right. But uh, try not to be shallow. Yeah. <laughs> Tony won't hold it against I you. I won't. That's right. Yeah. So, anyway, well, thank you so much for listening, all five of you. We really appreciate it. And really, we do. We do, yes. And executive uh, producer Frank Daniels, uh, thank you for, for letting me live this kind of little dream of thank mine. Thank you for for being dedicated yeah man this is fun you know regardless i think we'll get a few people here in moore county and and we're all about spotlighting everybody in this area that that really makes a positive influence and and has a whether it be an entrepreneur or a musician or uh, a foundation organization you know we have really the goal is to really have meaningful conversations on this uh, to help the public but also just introduce you to some of our uh our stars of moore county so Mm -hmm. chad smith uh, a senior loan officer movement mortgage Thanks for coming. Executive Frank. Executive Frank. That's me. Executive Frank. That's nice. That's yeah. your new name. Frank. Executive Frank the Tank Daniels. Uh, we're signing off. What do we say? Um, thank you, San Diego, or something like that? Or? San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Yes. San Diego. Yes, thank you. We're signing off, San Diego.